0: Welcome back to the Dual Screens Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen Fontana. And with me, as always, he's in that other box. He's Andy Asimakis. How are you, Andy? I feel good. I
1: feel like the dreams are going to become memes pretty soon by the time this is over.
0: The dreams are becoming the memes. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, your eyes are not deceiving you. This is a very special episode of the Dual Screens Podcast. Joining us for this special episode is the founder of kind of funny who was born to eat chicken wings and play video games as I live and breathe. He is Greg Miller. How are you, Greg?
2: I am great. Stephen and Andy, how are you?
0: Uh, Welcome. I'm uh, fantastic. I can't even begin like the heart rates going. I wish I had like the little number on my screen, but man, this is, this is fantastic. Um, The last time that we met, it was a arduous seven hour line in New York city that,
2: so you got. So you, i was gonna say you ended up you were one of the ones to meet me out in the park or did you meet me yes. in, in the starbucks <laughs> line where i had to pee so bad Right, i was like i gotta get out of here i gotta go do this <laughs> that was after the fact yeah I mean, that was terrible um, God. yeah
0: that ready? was a, it was and a that's great what time happens when everything. you don't
2: really plan we don't any kind of funny we kind yeah. of we go like oh, we'll do it we'll just rent this bar and everything will be great and then you got there and it was great for a few hours and then it was way too many people mm-hmm. and we took it over and we had to move it and then there's nowhere to pee yep. in the park it turns out
0: Yeah, the parks don't have places to pee. Go figure it They do now. They 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 do do now. now? It's everywhere. Any hole you could find is good at this point in in the parks of New York City. It's getting better. But for those of you that are new here to the Dual Screens podcast, this is the Internet's number one gaming indie developer podcast hosted by two people you've never heard of, probably. That's right. The show posts each and every Friday for your listening pleasure on your podcast service of choice.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it
0: is. It is. You're getting two shows today. Or kind of, sort of, maybe tomorrow. I don't just know. Saying, we'll see. Say, yeah, it's a bonus just, show. You're getting, fine, getting you're it. You're getting it when it happens. And it, and it's fine. Everything's fine. Uh, it's, uh, on your favorite podcast service of choice, if we're not on a service of choice that you like, but you're watching this later, uh, let us know and we'll get on that service. So we we did, you know, we're trying to get on everything and we're pretty much on How much, much of everything. a
2: nightmare is that? This show it's is about indie video nightmare. games, of course, but you're an indie podcast and you have to understand yes. that like... I don't know how to do that. I never had to do that. We left, and then Tim took that, and then Tim just makes sure we're on everything. And I don't know what yeah. magic he works and how he does it. But I always – it seems like it's a pain in the ass.
0: Put it this way, Greg. Yeah. It's way easier when you have your numbers versus ours. For sure. For sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> like, for, for us, it's like we have to prove a lot to get on some platforms. But it's not a big deal because you know what other platform we're on? We're on YouTube. And you can watch it as a video podcast and it's so freaking easy. A baby can do it. It's youtube.com slash dual screens TV. Benjamin! Su-
2: subscribe to youtube.com slash dual screens TV. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he could do it. A baby could do it, I'm telling you. Uh, my my kid has done. He's one of my one of our eight hundred some odd subscribers. If you want to support why us with your, your can't own podcast, why does your kid
2: have his own YouTube he, account? That can't be good. That's way too young. Dude, we'll that's get what into I was it. saying. We'll get into it because he did
0: it by himself. Oh, Lord. He's six. Oh, Lord. He created his own profile and he's like, his. his. He could, scenario. That is, yeah, that's hor- not what you want to hear. Right? <laughs> but I have to approve videos that, that are public because he had one video on there. He's got like 700 videos. Here's this right, right off the track. He's got a video of me completely shirtless telling him facts about dinosaurs.
2: Okay. And
0: I was that like... That sounds buddy, like a pretty good
2: video. I'd watch that. that we, sounds like it viral. we
0: cannot put this on YouTube. This is not too YouTube sexy. safe. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, too sexy. But if you want to support this fucking trash fire go to patreon.com NDS podcast just like our patreon producers colton the apprentice nestler and fnh paul we cannot continue to grow without all of your support it is your support that allows us to travel to go to pax east to get the latest and greatest technologies to cover for you on dualscreens.com so thank you so much for doing that and just one dollar gets you into our vip discord where you can hang out with us and our former guests that's right indie developers galore in there that you could pick their brain on indie development or just kind of hang out try their games early it's a great time um so head over there but now it is time to get into the meat and potatoes which is special it's a special meat and potatoes we're not talking about how games are made we're going to be talking about how indie games are covered now Mm. greg miller yes i let me tell you a quick story very quick story
2: Remember, um, blessing ate up eight minutes I, of your time, so that's all. It's on him. okay. Blame I, no, him. Blame I him. Ver- no, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not rushing this, you. I'm letting like, you know. Blessings your fine.
0: I love blessing. I love that Merc City. Here's the thing. Years ago, when I when PS3 was was the rumors were starting to, to churn right about the PS3, I asked a friend. I said, "I want to know news about the PS3. Like, how do I follow this?" And he said, "Go to this website. It's called IGN. Go there, and they there's always posting news." So I was following that for a while, and then I don't know the exact timeline, but they started this thing called podcasts, and I was like, "What is this podcasts? You say, you know?"
2: What is this and, uh, new technology will never take it off? Was, I it want my video bl- game in newspaper form.
0: That's right. I, I had the big old clicky wheel <laughs> iPod and all that stuff. <laughs> so I get I do the thing, and this fucking goof is doing this show where Undertaker's bl- bursting through walls. And I'm like, holy shit, that's 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 a person that was created to specifically find me
2: as, a, as an audience, <laughs> like
0: the whole wrestling thing, the comic book thing, the goofy humor thing. And from that point forward, I was hooked on all things Greg Miller. And that's not just the way to, that's not just the circle jerk. OK, that's sure. not what this is for. But I just want you to have context for the fact that i didn't follow any gaming news whatsoever until I, the ps3 and until ign um and then something magical happened across all of those years where these things called playstation minis sort of came out came around
2: thank you zombie and all praise zombie Blog Mac and jeff rubenstein th- yes
0: yes <laughs> yes okay wow throwback so I think if you, you want to
2: really get into it and I, I'll let you keep talking, but I have, no, I was no, going, no. I was deleting things off my phone the other day. Cause I finally have uh, hit the tipping point where my phone's like, listen, you got to get a bigger phone. Cause you have uh, like, what is it? I think it's, yeah, I have 63,000 photos on my phone. Cause I don't delete pho- photos on my phone. Yeah. And so I was going through and looking through and I found an, uh, a screenshot of a conversation between Rubenstein and I on text where he's like, everybody keeps coming up to me at this event and asking me about PSP minis. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, my yeah. For the, PSP. Uh,
0: the PSP mini, man, hey, it's still going strong, man. That thing is, it... is still. It has, <laughs> the PSP it has, minis it,
2: Audience it, still huge. Uh, minis, no. Yeah. The PSP <laughs>
0: has its audience, has its emulation sure, audience. Sure, of course, yeah, yeah. Um, they they're they're crazy about that PSP. Um, but just to get back to that, like that's sort of where this whole new world of indie developer uh, development sort of it was like the genesis. It was the seed in the in the dirt
2: as it were. Oh, I got to my head, sorry there. January there 17th, 2012, does that say? Me talking to Jeff from Sony. Wow. I'll hilarious. never delete that. I'll never delete that text message. That was the power Go of back. the podcast Beyond in 2012.
0: Do, do you know what I will never delete? And you could you could maybe say that this is a little bit uh, Riddler-esque and that I might be a soci- sociopath and you might want to get me arrested or at sure, least sure, put a restraining sure. order on me. I have all the emails from us back and forth on from my IGN uh wrestling league where we did the smackdown versus raw oh wrestling my league. God, I still have all those emails. It's like, Oh my God, he answered me. And I like printed them out there in, in a so box somewhere. I wish
2: we could do that. Again. That was
0: a blast. Von penguin. I'm coming after you, you fucker. <laughs> yeah. Jim Riley. I'm like, what? and you're, you and your stupid swing neckbreaker, but I digress.
2: Dude, uh, I still was... have the float over DDT in this. I made sure <laughs> gruesome Greg, had that in WWE two K 22. Yes.
0: You, your, your character was Jim Riley and it was annoying. And I made such cringeworthy commissioner videos um, but it was, that, that was like our, like when I really was hardcore into like the whole IGN scene and all that For stuff, sure. but it was, a, it was a blast, but to get back on topic, which I'll
1: watch Misery later. That was a good movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My car breaks Indeed. down in front of Steven's house.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Why did you leave IGN, Greg? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man. cock a podcast.
1: <laughs>
0: um... Yeah, so like that was sort of the genesis, and then as you broke away from IGN, I mean, we've had an explosion of of develop of indie development sure. content out there. I mean, you guys did a couple of showcases, which we like just absolutely loved because some of those the people that you had on there were already on our show. We've been interviewing uh, indie developers for almost four years now, four or five years. That's awesome, and we're approaching 300 guests we've had voice actors on the show from from video games we had the face and voice of Celine in Returnal we've had wow just, that's awesome it was fantastic like we we've been doing this for a long time but we've not we've never had somebody on your side of things which is kind of technically also on our side of things but you've done it on on a much grander scale sure. you have you know all that stuff so this is going to be sort of about covering Indie video games and the the best way to, to kind of do it and the importance of it. So sure. I want to just ask you a quick question to lead off this whole interview process here. As as we can, we're leading off 18 minutes into our time slot. Fuck you, blessing. I'm gonna let you go um, 8 minutes
2: over. Don't worry. We'll, we'll, no, no, no. Not, it's no, fine it's fine. what I did last time. <laughs> it eats into the lunch. So we have that break. We're fine. Don't worry.
0: <laughs> um, how important is the to is it to be the megaphone for indie development and indie games in this current climate
2: i mean it's i think enormously important i think you know it's, it's interesting I, one of the reasons you know we got all these different pitches for uh, have greg on your podcast and you know where i wanted to go and what i wanted to do and the reason you guys stood out is because i like the idea of talking about covering this and, because honestly i think it's one of the biggest things we as an industry the press enthusiast press side of it fail at because it's so hard mm. to do Like, uh, you know, people always want to give shit about clickbait or whatever, this, that, and the other. If you want to get down to the nuts and bolts of SEO and getting people through the door, it is about, having a sexy thumbnail and a sexy headline and of course you know we try not to lie we don't we don't we don't lie right if it says somebody the other day was like oh a wwe 2k22 review clickbait headline and i respond i'm like you don't know what clickbait means do you like we review the game in this we taught you know what i mean like this isn't it wasn't like we didn't review the game or give it a score or say whatever uh the problem is though that indie stuff is so niche to this day and i mean that like you brought up Returnal, right? Which is arguably, you know, is that indie anymore? And at the time, there's a whole different conversation, but for all intents and purposes right now, you toss it out there, right? And like a Returnal, something that's going to break through and get a bigger audience is so rare. And even when it does, a Returnal isn't a horizon, a Returnal isn't an Elden Ring, it isn't a God of War. And so you have to start hedging your bets on where you put stuff up. And I think, as you guys know, as a content creator, right? Like, there's those things where you have to be like all right i'm putting up the show and i believe in the show i believe in this headline and this is what we're running with and it's not going to necessarily do numbers right like i think right. for us recently right like i love puzzle quest three like i want to talk about puzzle quest three all the time i want to play it all the time blah, blah blah but like when i gave the official review on gamescast there was no way we led with that and put it in the thumbnail like granted it was there was bigger reviews that week. could go that way mm. indie games are the same way where there are so many different things like I think if you look at me and Janet Garcia and the amount of stuff we shout out and talk about on PS I Love You XOXO or she goes in streams, right? Or I'll talk about in on Gamescast. Like, The fact that I have not been able to move the needle for Toem breaks my heart. Like, I love Toem. Like, I think about Toem all the time. I listen to Toem's soundtrack all the time. Full disclosure, my wife's company did do, like, you know, PR and marketing for it. But that's not why I love it. They make a lot of games I don't give a shit about. This one's different. And (laughs) it's that thing of to get to the end of the year, to get to game of the year conversations, to go on other people's podcasts and mention that and have them go, oh, I don't know what that is. It's like, oh, my God, like... How do you mm. push that through? Even something like Chicory, right? Where it was like Chicory, like oh, did, so did not click for me. Like I understand why people love it and I it just mm. wasn't what I loved. But Blessing and Janet loved it. And we put it in mm-hmm. PSI Love You had headlines and thumbnails, right? And those episodes didn't perform. Now again, do we, we care? No, yes, of course not. I wish every video did, you know, better than it does, but we're ready to make those. You know, we did the Horizon spoiler cast uh, two weeks ago, or whatever, right? And it's like, well, this episode is going to do jack shit for traffic until you know maybe a year from now. You look back and the numbers will be great because right. people are looking for that kind of thing. Indies are a different ball game. Of like, there's not going to be a comeback to that. So it is very much about who is your show for, who is your audience, how do you do this? And I think a lot of times when I talk about smaller independent games, I think of it more like it's the side dish it's the vegetable on the plate it's the medicine and i hate saying that because i love indies so much but it's the medicine and then the big picture the big topic that's the sugar and so you have to mix them together to get people to kind of be in there to listen to it to give that game a chance but even then it turns out so many people will tune out which i get because you know the amount of people from the industry that have hit me up and game developers who talk to me and congratulate me on you know being a dad or whatever and then go i can't believe how many times how many games you're still playing how do you make time for it and i'm like well, it's a cheat code. Like I do get to yeah. play during the day for my job. Like I block out time, yeah. and it's not seen as me, you know, screwing off. It is me doing something that'll become content. Whereas I understand that if I had a job that was making a video game, if I had a job that was working in a library, then my gaming time would be limited to when I get home. And when it's limited to when you get home, it's going to be more of the what it, it's going to be an Elden Ring. It's going to be this big. Yeah, you have to
0: choose, you have to pick and choose. Yeah, f- for for sure. Um, Andy, I want to get you into this conversation.
2: Yeah. It's... Um,
0: but I, I can I ask you a quick question, Andy? And it's, sure. it's something to Turn kind of – it's something that's going to kind of He's like – He's going
2: to get you on this one, Andy. He's going to nail you. No, no, no.
0: We cover PAX East. We love PAX East. And the first thing that we want to do when we get to PAX East – and Andy handles our schedule. He, he schedules all of our interviews and our hands-on time. And basically 99% of our time is spent doing, covering the indie uh, show floor. For sure. However, the first thing that we have to do is get all the AAAs out of the way when they open up a half hour early for, for press, press and media. Because it's a fucking nightmare over there, and there's just a gajillion people, and it's like, here's Sony, here's Square, they have one game, two games, and everyone in the entire place is shoving each other to get to those, and then there's these indie games that have a booth the size of my desk, where we're trying to cram as many of these in as possible, and none of them get more than 15 minutes, Not, like, people waste their entire day on one booth, whereas Damn. we're going around, the, you know, that whole...
2: The amount thing. of times so, I walk through a pack and somebody yells at me from a line, hey, and I'm like, oh, man, well, so what are you getting ready to see? I'm getting ready to see Sony Exclusive A. Oh, that's great. How long have you been waiting? Two hours. Two hours? Yeah. To, yeah, and no, I'm like, I'm don't get wrong. I, I get it, but, like, there's – you. Oh, like, is it really rather, worth that play to like play 15 minutes games. of it? Yeah, you could go play yeah. it, all these other it, games. It, it's,
1: yeah. it's it's really not because when you're – There's so many other games to discover in PAX especially, and there's so many gems on the show floor. Mm-hmm. To think spending two hours on one game that's maybe – Mediocre at best, it's like high-budget AAA games. Like I could be playing so many other games in this time, but I may miss the chance to play this big-budget AAA game. So it's it's a hard thing to wiggle around on a convention show floor, especially.
0: But without those AAAs, and this was kind of my point, without those tents, like when, when Company A was dropping out of PAX East, when mm-hmm. Company B was dropping out of PAX East, I was like, oh, shit, mm-hmm. this floor is going to be empty. And PAX said, oh, okay, we're just going to expand the indie floor. And they did. Like, They they had uh, Panzer Paladin, one of my favorite games from last year, oh, yeah. had a massive booth, and it was gorgeous, and it was eye-catching. They had these 12-foot-tall mech cardboard cutouts where people were like, what the hell is this? It looked like it was the main event, the main attraction of that little corner of the show floor. And that's what we want our podcast to be. Sure. The main attraction is the, is the indie game. And yeah, we may not get you know, ten thousand people. We've had <clears throat> um the void uh Doug uh Cockle. Cockle? Does of uh yeah. uh <laughs> The way. Witcher Three. We had we had him on our show and it's like people didn't you know they're not they they don't care who does the voice, like whatever. But some people did and that's what what counts to us. Like oh, there are people sure? behind all of this shit that make really cool stuff and they we make them our main event we don't we're not looking to be um an ign or whatever yeah. like we're not looking to to be this you know I don't know, mega conglomerate of of media.
2: Well, you're doing it the right way, right? This is the things I've said for 15 years where people say, oh, I want to get started in the industry. How do I do it? And I always say, well, don't try to be IGN. Don't try to cover everything. Everybody does that. Find a niche, pick a lane, be the experts in something so that when there is a thing, a great indie is coming up or you want to know when it is, you know to go to this podcast rather than a general interest podcast, it could be anything. A really
1: fast way to bankrupt yourself is to invite guests every single week and fall in love with their story and their game and then you want to buy their game yeah. almost immediately. And yeah. every single week you bring someone on it's like this game is really neat. Okay, ten dollars.
2: Oh, this is also just really ask them awesome. for a code, you're pressed. So Why anymore. are you, you can't do it? Your... Want, he I want wants to support them. He's he But the what brain. you're doing is giving them the platform for <laughs> it, right? And then to talk about it and talk about how much you love no, the game. That it's, goes it's real a, far.
1: It's, it's, it's a sickness. I'd rather get a code for a fan out there than yeah, myself. Okay, that's my perspective. Be Not big, me, bro. Greg. <laughs> I'm with you. Brother. Give me your games. I'll
0: play the shit out of it. I'll stream it. I'll write about it. I will do all the things. I will talk on three podcasts about it. But I, I have two kids and 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 a full time job. I'm at. I gotta. Well, be it's careful. the other thing too of like you
2: know, <laughs> I can't tell you in my career how many indie games I've seen and previewed and played and been like, oh my god, this is gonna be great, and then I do get it and I'm like, oof, this didn't come together and because the, there is that gamble to, and there's a gamble to that for any game right we see triple a games all the right. time but i feel like with the cadence of indie games the fact that you hear me read on kind of funny games daily out today right and how many games do i list that are out today that you've never heard of if you want to talk about steam and early access and all that's like there is a you know you want to drink from the water fountain but it is just a fire hose of content blasting you in the face and you're going i love indies but this is a lot of indies <laughs>
0: yeah no like for every one of those games where you get where you're like oh this thing come together you get a fall guys like we had yeah. the fall guys guys on and they were fantastic and then all of a sudden their game comes out and it was it explodes the yeah. into the you know and and that after the fact got some people to come check it out okay. but that's kind of not the the point like right like we're trying to give a platform a voice to the voiceless you know to quote some terrible quote um uh, actually, that's not a terrible quote. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know we want to be we want to be that platform. So, but we don't get upset at that success. Like that's the point. Like we want these games to be successful. The messenger. um There's been a, a bunch of games that we've we've. Cheap, is Andy it? is yeah. so good at it. Andy is so good at finding these gems. Like we do have contact with. Jen um, we've met Jen before at PAX like we, we have contacts there we have contacts with Devolver yeah got these you dual all these...
2: screen kids cool <laughs> yeah okay yeah you're, you get her yeah. approval you get her approval I mean I got I got a hug so I better be cool nice okay, <laughs> like, I don't yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> granted I was next to Kyle Stevenson who sure just gives that hug vibe out like people just it's it's, it's, he's got crazy hair
2: he's got to be he's got to be somebody the beard and everything yeah he's yeah no i hear you and like again like that's the point of what i'm talking about where i love that about you guys that that you do double down and that brings you a core audience that is going to be here week after week to hear hey what is going on in the indie scene but then you do when you have something that breaks out or people want to find out more they come back to it from that And I think that's so powerful and interesting. And that, you know, again, like that's what the showcases were and are designed to do. They were designed to, like, cool, now that PSX isn't there anymore, you don't get that show floor experience, which was so amazing, right? Like, PSX show floors were amazing to walk through and do it because they were a bigger version of the indie mega booth from PAX. And back to what Mm -hmm. you're talking about, right? Of like, you know, some of my favorite game demos have been on the mega booth because it's something that I think is lost on so many fans when they go to PAX or a show. And it's that, you know, you get in line, you wait, you get a demo for this PlayStation thing, or you get to a kiosk, not even like a behind closed doors. There's kiosks. Mm. Somebody's like, all right, here's a controller and checks in. Like that person's hired to work the booth, and that's, you know, they're from the events team, and that's not really what they do. They didn't make the game. They don't know about it. Mm -hmm. When you go to an indie booth, when you go to an indie mega booth, the person handing you the controller has spent their life making that game. You know what I mean? Like that's where I met yeah. Kyle Seely for the first time. You know, uh, Emily is away, and like you know, the fact you sit there and then you in- they see you engage and get excited, and you turn and like so many people, you know, play games and like internalize everything and put it down and walk away. And so to sit there and talk to the people who create these games and share what you loved mm-hmm. or didn't like about it, they want all that. They're they're starving for that. And so yeah. it's so powerful to be able to go in there and give it to. You. And that's the same thing you see, I say it for like live events. I'm talking about it right now for a podcast, right? Where it's like, even for us, how many how many opportunities do i turn down you know dev interviews or dev things and it's just like well we don't really have an avenue for that that's not really what we do right this is what you do and that's why it's so great and there's an audience for that there but it's like i know and not even having you know talk to the devs right after they're on your show i know they love coming on the show and talking they want to talk about this stuff they want to yeah. engage and it's you sit you know how the industry covers indies like it is a struggle and i don't think you know they're It'd be easy to look and be like, man, IGN kind of funny, Gamespot, whoever. They should do more for it. They should have this. They should have that. But of course, it's this chicken and egg thing where you're always trying to satisfy what your audience wants. But and that costs money too. Exactly. And if you're so like, it is this thing of you take a shot with something and it doesn't connect, you step back from it. It's like, well, if we committed to it, would they commit to it too? Would it grow over time? Would it go this way? Like, I've struggled with it. You know, I wanted to do. I still want to do a show that's the the best thing I ever, and then it's ever played, ever watched, ever whatever. And it's not always going to be Metal Gear. It's not always going to be something you've heard me talk about. It's just like something you played and loved, right? And I've, I've mm-hmm. thought about trying to turn that into streams and trying to get that to be, hey, here we do it. We do a streaming day that is, somebody just comes in and shows us their game. Like we don't do mm-hmm. enough show and tell it kind of funny. And in order, I think the industry does it large in a lot of ways. And so it, it's been for me, you know, Snowbike Mike's been so great about building our Twitch presence the past year and th- three months now. Uh, God time uh, i
0: cannot believe that like that happened so fast we love snow Snowbike mike was a former guest of, of uh when we did do, do, copyright infringement dual screens games cast nice we can shut that shit down, down fast we yeah we we changed it to cross talk pop, about yes. that do we yeah yeah we don't we don't mention that i was like listen we just need to do something It let's just make it simple and i'm like you'll do everything kind of funny does peep loop anyway um <laughs> But yeah, like that's that's you're hitting it right right on the head. I mean, that that's that's sort of the whole point. Um, you know, we we've had we're, we're actually producing, we're in pre-production for for a new show that actually Andy is going to be kind of taking the lead on uh, Vertical Slice, which is going to be all about it's going to be dual screens Vertical Slice. We're going to get devs on that are still working on their game that aren't Ooh. quite ready to do the PR thing want to give you the nuts and bolts of like why you should be having on your radar sure like they may awesome. they may not be on the steam page yet for for a wish list but they're gonna get there or they may be gearing up for a kickstarter or something like that so they'll come on and give us a little vertical slice of their gameplay, do a quick little interview basically what we do at pax or any any convention that we cover where you get a 15 20 minute time slot and you gotta kind of just go
2: yeah
0: um we want to we want to do that but like all year round and You'd be surprised. One of the things we, we used to be part of this other website that, um, uh, you know, when we decided we wanted to do interviews, Andy, and you could speak on this a little bit more, um, oh cause you're I the guy.
1: Yeah. And they, they said, going. you
0: want to do interview. You're like, you're not, you can't get a guest every week. You're not going to be able to find somebody. to do this. Every now week. I was
1: like, you watch me, dude.
0: Yeah. That, Andy
1: fighting words
0: in November of last year. We recorded every podcast up until the second week of February.
1: We had, I think, we, about nineteen interviews in the span of two weeks. Yeah,
0: it, like there, there are so many people out there making games and want to tell their story. Like, if if I was to give advice to anybody that that wants to do a podcast, like, or get into the, the this business or anything like that, like, hit go to Twitter and hit people up. Like, there are so many 100%. developers out there that just want to talk. Um, to your point um, and that's the thing where I think people many people
2: get ca- so many people get caught up in, oh, well, we don't have the reach of IGN, kind of funny, whatever. We don't have a big reach. Right. We don't have a big footprint. When, again, for developers, they have, for the most part, usually, independent developers, no footprint, right? Like, it's not, mm-hmm. not everybody's a super giant. And then even when they are a super giant, Greg, Greg, Greg Kasavin will come on your shows. Greg is happy to come support independent creators the way he's been supported the same way. And that's the yeah. thing I think people get in their own head about it too much where it's like, no, these developers want to talk about stuff. They want to have opportunities. the people. people. who are doing, you know, PR for them want to get the game out in front of passionate audiences. So if you have a passionate audience, it doesn't matter how big you are, how small you are. It's about like, does your audience care about this product and product being indie games?
1: Absolutely. And you hear like the most insane stories, like every game has their own special origin story. Like we've heard things about one guy with $10 in the bank on the day his game launched on Steam and it was a make or break. Oh, totally. for his entire life or how you stumble into making an adults only game like unintentionally and now you have like 70k a month on patreon yeah so those kind of stories you don't hear often enough because there's that bubble of AAA game dev it's just it's very clean it's very by the by the numbers by the book and there's no not enough soul in those aspects yeah
2: i mean that's the thing you know you're you nail it that people don't know those stories and it's crazy to me because i do but again i'm i'm privileged in the fact that i've had those interviews and i've covered those things and i've done it but like again people tune out or don't tune tune in for that content so it's like when people do like oh man it sucks this is exclusive to xbox game pass on day i'm like that just paid for the game like that game's paid for those people mortgage yeah, right. their house or did whatever like they yeah. you you get these people who are putting everything they possibly have into this game and it was for the longest time especially for me being so old these games that did launch and were hey if this doesn't sell, like, I lose my house. I, I did all this different stuff, and these mm-hmm. were the things. Cuphead, right? They took out a mortgage on their house, again, to make this happen. And, like, Cuphead obviously not, uh, dis, did fine. Did, <laughs> did just fine. are okay. But there's You're plenty okay. of games that notice. don't, right? Like, I forget the name uh, off the top of my head. You guys might even know better than me. But I remember in the last year, like, last 365 days, there was some story of a game that, yeah, like, hey, our game launched, and, you know, it got no fanfare, and, like, we did not even get close to recouping our costs. So we really need a help here if anybody can help us. Mm. Yeah.
0: I mean, uh, you could say that and we could probably name off 25 games if we tried hard enough. Like if we went back into our into our list of, of, of guests, um, you know, but it, it's 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 just the lifeblood, I think, of gaming, though. Like, I understand oh, sure. that that, you know, we have the big brain and we have the heart of you know, like the, the Microsoft Nintendo PlayStation, like all those major triple <clears throat> A titles. Like I, I get it, but especially with how AAA development is now where things are getting delayed years in some cases yep. and the scope getting more and more expensive and just, it, it's astronomical. Like you can't like naughty dog can't do it all. You know what I mean? Like insomnia can't do it all for Sony. Like well, it's just not possible. That's where you get Kena. You get a Kena Uh because of that. And I I can't even tell you, like, Keno was absolute joy. I don't... Last year was just phenomenal for, for indie-developed like, games. I feel like it, just,
2: it gets better every year. And I think last year does. being such a weird quote-unquote year, right, where there wasn't mm-hmm. the clearly this is game of the year and this is going to be runner-up and yet yeah, da da da, da. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it opened the playing field up for more of those kind of games to rise. And that's what you always look for with indies. And it's what I've said for years, right, the fact that, especially with A development really falling away and kind of making a comeback right now because of Xbox Game Pass becomes, because of some of the PlayStation deals. But overall, indies are the ones who stepped up to feel that fill that gap where they're the reason that every day, every week you have dozens of games being released, and then you have these tentpole giant ones. And, like, right now, obviously, we're in this embarrassment of riches uh, sp- yeah. spring slash winter, right, <laughs> where it is, you know, Elden Ring and Horizon and the list goes on, and like everything that's been happening that are big games dropping. But usually it is, right, you get big game, ton of indies ton of indies and like bigger indies like the triple i for indies you hear about so much and all these right. other things yeah. to get get to the next big tentpole triple a game and so mm-hmm. even right now once we get through march right and it kind of quiets down a bit if you want to go check a blessing super fun list of video games coming out or whatever the hell he calls it <laughs> like when that quiets down it will be now time for the indies to rise up again to be like all right cool here's something cool you could be playing or could be doing yeah
1: yeah, but I feel like I betray them when I play, like, an Elden Ring because it takes up all of my time. And that's the that's and the I,
2: rub, right, man? That's the thing right? <laughs> like, is there anything better than coming off something big? You come off a big AAA, a big whatever, RPG, and you go, you know what? I'm going to play this indie. And you play it, and you beat it in two or four, three hours. And you're like, wow, that felt great. After being, after, <laughs> sl- not slogging, but feeling like, man, I'm wasting time. I'm burning time I could be playing other games with. Again, that's, like, I can't even imagine for you guys, like, that's, what I worry about all the time of like, cool, like, you know, like I've launched my WWE review and we streamed it yesterday. So now I have to move over to Ghostwire Tokyo. And it's like, all right, cool. Like I want to play more WWE, but I feel like I'm, I then am like cheating on this, my, my work. I have an assignment. I have an embargo to hit for previews. Right. So like, (laughs) I got to play that. So I can't play that. So I feel bad about it. But like, I'm talking about games that are, you know, I don't even know how long Ghostwire is going to take, but like games that take, you know, dozens of hours. When you're talking about a Horizon or a fucking hundred for Elden Ring stuff, like yeah. it's the whole same thing of like why I end up stopping when I inevitably like for Valhalla and even for Odyssey, right? Like those Assassin's Creed games, I love and I play, and I eventually have to stop long before I roll credits because I just can't. I can't give you more time. I need to move on to something else. Far Cry Six was the same way, right? I didn't beat in platinum Far Cry Six until. Okay, no, I didn't beat her Platinum Far Cry Six until uh, I did a, a, a you know paternity leave where I wasn't trying to get to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. Shit, did mm. I beat? I don't think I beat the story of Far Cry Six for review, did I? No, I didn't. I, didn't. That, I didn't.
0: But you know what? That you even thinking having to think about that is exactly what it's like in this in this like the, you have your own special circumstances. In the normal world of us nine to fivers that like have families and other mm-hmm. shit, it's like it's exponentially worse. But oh, for sure. At the same time, at the same time, like when you do find that one indie game that it gets its hooks in you, Loop Hero, cough cough, Loop Hero, <laughs> like holy crap, and you're you're just gonna champion the shit out of that game, and it's gonna be, I mean, Loop Hero was one of on my short list for game of the year last year. It was it was up there, it was ready to go, um, and but like I wouldn't have found that if I didn't just say, okay, I'm I'm carving out the tw- the twenty minutes for this game real quick. Um, cause you know, I, I kind of, it's, it's my duty, it's my job. And then all of a sudden you fall in love with it, but you have to give those games a chance for sure. And, uh, that's what dual screens podcast is all about. Give it a chance. Listen to it. Um, we do have a a bunch of mailbag questions because you ignited a fire in our discord. (laughs)
2: Um,
0: so I want to get to a couple of questions here. Um, this one was actually directed to us, but I want to direct it to you since we have the, uh, awesome moments. Uh, this is from Mike. Since we have this awesome moment to broadcast the good word of indie games to the world, what indie games are you looking most forward to in the coming months? So this could be tough because, you know, you don't have the list in front of you. Yeah, so I'm
2: immediately going to Google something and throw it open, right? That,
0: please do. Yeah, I mean, because I, I lose track of when shit's actually coming out. That's my play, biggest
2: problem, man. Like, I would toss Stray out. This, you know. Stray, I'd toss that right away, right? to like, oh, really, yeah. Stray. You got to yeah, know sh- it's Stray. I'm very excited for Stray. For yeah. sure, for sure. Uh, um, i think it, it looks so interesting every time we've glanced at it uh i want to know what it is actually going to be uh imminently of course tunic a game that i feel like i covered mm-hmm. when i was still at ign <laughs> so <laughs> eight years ago or whatever <laughs> like holy shit that's right yeah, right like yeah. that's outrageous that it's gone on that long yeah. uh so those yeah imminently are close on that. i'm trying to think of longer term stuff and that's the other thing with indies where this you know when's it coming out when it's done We'll figure it out, right? Okay, now I'm on a Game Informer article. Bear and Breakfast. You remember when this one got announced and show? Yes, they were on our show. That one I looks awesome. If you don't yeah, remember, ladies and gentlemen, show. if you prefer your woodland building experiences to be uh, to lean more cozy than grotesque, then check out Bear and Breakfast. You'll play as uh, the bear protagonist, Hank, who on discovering a rundown in the woods becomes inspired to build up his very own bed and breakfast. It's your job it's, to turn the dilapidated establishment into the finest house of hospitality you can with your own two paws.
0: And let me tell you, if you want to hear a really interesting story of how that game ca- was created and and how it's been going. Listen to our show with them on there cuz it was phenomenal. <laughs> like it, it just phenomenal stuff. Uh we have another question. This is one's from the doctor. Hey Greg. Jack. Being someone on the side of games coverage and commentary, what are some things you've seen indie game devs do to grab your attention? What marketing tips do you have that might help some small devs get noticed more?
2: The big thing I always do with small devs is uh be personable and i mean not be nice to people of course be nice to people but know who you're pitching to and go pitch people like i think that was the thing about i look at something like shovel knight the reason shovel knight was able to get that initial oomph i mean on top of it being a great game and looking awesome yeah, yeah but i mean like grab people's attention is that shovel knight was like Who they listened? They consumed video game content. They consumed IGN, Gamespot, podcasts, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so they were able to go, who likes these kind of old school games? And they went after those people and showed up in their inboxes. That goes so far. I can't tell you the amount of people who've hit me up and been like, hey, I know that you like these kind of games. You'd like our game because of X, Y, and Z. Mm. It's it's the one where you know, like, uh, every morning when I wake up and get start prepping for kind of funny games daily, even if I'm not on it. Like I go through my inbox to look for new dates and new things to put on there and i wake up to you know 90 new emails every morning and so many of them are the just blah you know game x is launching with a pun about the you know it's the spaceship game is gonna rocket into stores on blah and it's like that's the kind of shit you go through and you just copy paste into new dates copy paste in new dates and go 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 and so then when you start running into this is an early access this is the thing this has a demo like okay cool but do i have time to read through every one of those emails and look at the gif and look at the video no but i've done plenty of them where i get rid of them and a pr person or a developer that has known me before or just knows of me from the internet follows back up and is like hey we're putting this out and we're kind of funny best friends and we really think this would work for andy because he likes you know he loves dodging and rolling <laughs> so this is a kind of game for him. like he does and i know <laughs> that is like such a It sounds like an insane amount of legwork because if you don't want to listen to video game podcasts, if you don't want to do that, to check it at the door is so tough. So then I think it just comes down to working with people who do that or know people that are in the industry that way. Because the personal touch goes so far, whether you are a developer or whether you are PR, to getting you on it. You know, like uh, one of my good friends the other day (laughs) – this actually goes the other way – where he gave me the soft pitch at Dice on a game and I was like – yeah, it sounds fine, whatever. And then I went on a different podcast, and that person turned out to be super into it. And they sold me on it. And I texted that friend. I was like, you know what? I changed I yeah, give me everything about this game. And he's like, I have to work on my pitch if this guy in five seconds was able to sell you on this. And I couldn't but it's like again, when somebody speaks directly to you of you liked X, so you will like Y, or this is why you'd be interested in it. That goes so far.
0: Absolutely. We have one from Mr. Nuff here. Dear Greggles. Salutations and beyond. Beyond. As an industry vet and respected personality, hmm, debatable. Yeah. What advice would you give to people looking to break into journalistic side of the industry? Now, you've answered this before. Sure. Uh, on like a thousand things. So, Mr. you're I'm, I'm disappointed in you. No, I'm just oh, kidding. No, um, no. But the world has changed since COVID. So, what kind of advice would you... I want to give a modifier. What kind of advice would you give people trying to get into it now in this post, in this remote uh work environment post-covid
2: i mean for now it's it's what i love about the advice is that it's always been the same it just evolves over time right so if you would have mm. talked to me in 2007 when i got hired at ign to review psp games or whatever, i would have said the same thing of like oh you want to do this you should start doing it and that stems from of course you know my story of getting hired at ign where i've known i wanted to write about video games and talk about video games but we'll say right because that's all i knew at the time uh since the fourth grade And so every choice I made was to get a journalism degree and go work at EGM. Like that was it. I was going to graduate University of Missouri. I was going to move back to the burbs of Chicago where I grew up and where EGM was at the time. And I was going to do that. And... I graduated college and nobody would touch me, man. And the story always goes that, you know, I got hired at IGN on my 13th attempt on my post-college email, meaning that in a year and a half, I applied for 13 jobs at IGN. The first 12, I got—I didn't even get a rejection letter. I didn't even know that I didn't get the job. Nothing came back. And it's because, of course, IGN mm-hmm. gets hundreds of job things every time. True. Uh, the 13th one, I, got, uh, I submitted it a month went by, but I submitted it. And then when they finally looked into it, I got contacted, interviewed and hired within 24 hours. So literally overnight, all my dreams came true. And, and so then you almost got murdered. <laughs> yeah. Well, I almost died in a blizzard, different story. <laughs> uh, but when that was all done and I got out, I got, Earl wasn't going to murder me. All right. He I don't was, know. The, the jury's still out on that. Nah, you know I mean? Thank you, Earl in Nebraska. <laughs> uh, when I got to IGN and I would signed all my paperwork, my first day was done. Like, you know, Roper was like, how'd it go? I was like, it's great. And I, I turned to him and I was like, but what happened? And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, what was different this time? And he's, I'm, I, I'm like, I applied 13 times. The other 12 times, you could have had me at any point, but you didn't hit me up. Why? And he's like, well, this time you proved you could do it because in that year and a half, I had been writing on a daily video game blog, I had been doing a weekly column, and actually, this is the final six months of it, to be honest, uh, but I had actually been doing it, showing I, I could do this, and it wasn't a clip here, a clip there, and then just the belief I could do it. And it's, it's the same thing for, I remember when EGM was hiring for the review crew, when I was in high school or whatever, and I was like, they were like, submit things, maybe you could be it, and I, you know, I wrote my first two video game reviews ever, and sent them in, and I'm sure they were garbage, and I no wonder they didn't touch me, like, So, for writing, the advice always was do it. I should, when I in fourth grade, I knew I wanted to write about video games. Well, I should have been writing about video games for every game I played. Every game I play, I should have been reviewing. So, I'd be getting better and learning how to actually do a review. I didn't. And so, that advice over the years has escalated to, oh, you want to do what we do? I get that all the time. I want to start a podcast or I want to do that. I'm like, cool. What's your podcast? Oh, well, I don't have it yet. Uh, You know, we're waiting on getting the mic or I want to make some more money to get the lights. And I'm like, Throw that shit out. Like, you just mm. took a phone. You just took a photo with me on your iPhone. Your iPhone can b- b- record a podcast. Like, the first, if you're if going off of Greg Miller's I- I- experience, right? Yes. Your first hundred podcasts will be garbage, or at least you learning the kinks of it all, right? Like, I look back and I, I would never listen to them. We made
1: it. <laughs> but i
2: <laughs> I look back at those early ign podcasts when i'd be on ign as afk or i'd be on GameScoop, and i was so in my head because it was Ooh. like don't breathe into the mic am i breathing too much how do i talk when do i interject but they said this and i think that's this developer but i don't want to say anything And like that's natural that's gonna happen that's gonna go let alone even when you oh, get together yeah. like you know yeah. you know yeah. when we hired blessing and we brought back ps i love you like i felt like him and i took you know weeks to get an actual cadence going because that's that's a dance, man. Two hours with one other person, like you have to figure out the like, cadence and who each other are, and like again, we had to deal with COVID on top of that. And so, yeah. the the advice in twenty twenty two is you should be doing it, and it's easier than ever. Like I, I I'm talking about, you know, the oh you have an iPhone. That's how easy. It is. Sit around a table with your friends. We all understand Zoom now. We all understand Discord. We all understand Teams. Whatever, whatever mm-hmm. Google Chat, whatever the hell you're using to talk and see people, you could be recording a podcast that way and. Hundreds, if not millions, of people are doing it. So there's tutorials on how to do everything out there. And then you get into like, you know, how easy Elgato's made it to have studio lights. I'm pointing to that, like the low-profile arm. This is not a sponsored thing. It's just the fact that they make awesome shit that makes it easy to do these shows. Like that can all come later. The nice camera, the nice lighting, yeah. all that can come way later because in the beginning, people aren't showing up for that. They're gonna show up to see what you're talking about, and you have to have the content there to back it up
0: yeah uh absolutely and you know it's look at tiktok like mm. you could even look at tiktok to like a 60 second 90 second quick like the nanobiologist friend of the show friend of kind you know kind oh, of yeah. funny best friend of our who does his na- nano reviews um and they're fucking they're great yeah. they're like these short little concise little reviews and they're fantastic and uh, as difficult as they are to get to be you know noticed or or polished or whatever you can start somewhere build that Um, library you never
2: know what's gonna be the one to break out right like you know we're learning so much right now with our tiktok experiment that roger and his team started uh you know this year and really going hard on it it's us doing reviews and like you know for me coming in with having done so many ign video reviews it was such an eye-opening experience They're like oh man i I only have 40 seconds to do this like there's no time for me to give you the preamble of where the game came from and what the developers did before right nobody gives a shit is it good or bad and why and it's not even like in the old time you know show don't tell now it's just like just tell them just tell them and then we'll show don't tell And when we talk about it in games cats just get it through the door right now it's a fun new thing to learn
0: yeah um so we're we're gonna be we're short on time so we're I said get, you can go. Let's segment. go
2: to go to twelve oh eight, and then I'll go to one oh eight with the I, next person. I,
0: I have a, I like no no no. Oh, you, have life, you have a life. No, no, you have life to no, do. you Got no. something
2: more <laughs> important. I see how it is. No
1: no no. <laughs> we're th- this is probably the most Andy. Important how do you put up with this, this guy every
2: Friday? I don't. You know, know,
1: it's a challenge every single Friday. It's every single day of my life.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, you're getting off light just on a Friday. No, it's there. Get, you
1: know, I get the anxiety. You know, the the doubt. I get all of it. It all. gets Important. I'm like, listen, it's gonna be fine. They liked us.
0: He he he's my rock. Well, to, actually, there's a parallel here to dual screens and young Greg Miller, because two years, two years ago, I wrote to Greg Miller to talk about dual screens Did when, I we, when we really st- sort of okay. you're like yeah nah not not right now I'm okay. busy good 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 and I was like cool but it makes sense now because we did it for those two years where we really hit our stride. We rebranded, we really hit, you know, hit the nail. And now I guess we kind of floated to the top. Yeah. And the cream floats to the top. Oh, yeah. Watch.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Elizabeth, I'm coming. This is also um, what
1: I have to deal with. On the daily <laughs> day, I got the hat and the sunglasses. I, know, I saw the belt. And, I, and you I've
0: see my belt. The belt. Don't worry about that. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I mean that, that, that's a parallel, but I want to get into rapid fire. Okay, this is, this, this is how we end every show clear with every mind. guest, yeah. every indie dev, and you don't really even have to clear your mind, because honestly, it's some of these questions are going to be completely ridiculous, but this is how we get to know you.
2: Love it. Thank you. Nobody knows great. who I am. It's great.
0: Okay, not not a single one of our people that's listening to this. We basically are doing this as a favor to you. I appreciate you know that. I mean? Remember, everybody, kinda kinda come to, to youtube.com
2: slash kindoffunnygames, like, subscribe, yeah. share. Exactly.
0: Exactly. <laughs> so, we're going to start off with some simple questions, sure. and then we're going to ramp up the difficulty. Are you ready, Andy? I'm so ready for this, Steven. This is going to be good. This is the worst gonna, part of the show. Well, we're going to start off easy. Is cereal a soup?
2: No. Interesting. interesting. How many Interesting, pigeon- interesting. As <laughs> <laughs> so I'm taking the Rorschach, 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 test Rorschach test over here, I want to click the pen. I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: How many pigeons could you carry at one time? 13.
0: Mm. When
1: you're getting dressed in
0: the morning, is it sock, sock, shoe, shoe? or sock shoe sock shoe
2: sock sock shoe shoe mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 Interesting.
0: Pineapple on pizza, yes
2: or no? Yes. Come
0: on. Come on. It's Greg Miller. I didn't I, that's mm. that's why I didn't lead off with that question, Andy. Come on.
2: <laughs> it's one of those things where I don't I would never order it. Well, not never. There's like it's you know, Andy Cortez has his pepperoni diplomacy act where there needs to be more pepperoni pizzas than any other pizza because and I agree with and that. I'm, I do.
0: And I agree with that as well. But I
2: do yep. appreciate when it is a smorgasbord of pizzas and there is the Hawaiian mm-hmm. pizza. That's when I'm like, you know what? Yes, I will mm. do a slice of this. I don't I think I'd ever I don't I don't, can't remember the last mm. time I ever ordered a Hawaiian pizza, but like I definitely like to nosh on it when I see it. Put it
0: this way, it's a strategy, I think, because if you are ordering pizzas and, and you're passing around the phone, you're like, here, order a pizza, you know, whatever for the group and you order a hawaiian cuz you know everybody's going to order stuff that you that everybody likes right you order the hawaiian you're guaranteed at least two hawaiian slices sure. you're guaranteed cuz sure, sure, nobody sure, sure, you know like it's it's so it's so rare and i love right. it and it's delicious um if wh- what would you rather have the power of flight
1: or invisibility flight hmm. mm-hmm. if video games were illegal what would their street name be <laughs>
2: I would say you got the goods with the Z. Uh oh. Yeah, I need some goods. Goods with a Z. Because I was no, going to go understand. games with a Z. That's, you know, the cops would know immediately. Yeah. But you say goods yeah. with a Z it could be anything.
0: <laughs> but do you have to say goods with a Z or do you have to pronounce no, it? No, because if Z? you're on
2: the street and we come up and we do the cool, like, back alley bad guy handshake, yeah. like, yeah. people are going to be like, and I say, you yeah, got the goods, you're going to know what I'm talking about. No, the yeah. cop
1: goes, goods with a
2: Z that you know. <laughs> no, right? no, not that. <laughs> no, <we're good. laughs>
1: Which one? You got the one with the backward Z or what?
2: <laughs> Asking too many oh. questions, officer. I don't buy it. <laughs> I'm counting on it. Um, Good reference.
0: Yeah. Would you rather discover, would you rather explore the deepest parts of our ocean or the deepest corners of space safely? You could do it safely. There's no harm to your life. You can get back to Earth, no problem.
2: Space. Mm. Ocean, whatever. I'm going to find another fish down there. You know what I mean? Whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Would you rather have one actual get out of jail free card or a key that unlocks any door?
2: A key that unlocks any door. Mm, mm
1: -hmm. The master of unlocking. I got it. Yeah.
0: The master of (laughs) unlocking. Um, What's your superhero name? Gruesome Greggy. Sounds like a villain,
2: but okay. That's the grappler. Gruesome Greggy operates in that gray area. He's like a punisher. You know what I mean? Like, what's he going to do? I don't know. He's he's out there for the good thing.
1: (laughs) If you could pick any song to play when you entered a room, what song would that be? Ghostbusters.
2: Oh, my God. I love it. Mm. (laughs) So good. Ah, Fuck, Greg's back. (laughs) Piggybacking
0: off of that. Does Bustin make you feel good?
2: Oh, yeah. All the time. In any form. Always. In any form. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true.
1: (gasps) Oh, my God. Would you rather eat a dick-flavored cake or a cake-flavored dick?
2: Interesting. So now for the cake-flavored dick, when I eat it, am I like, is it cannibalism or am I just like sucking on a dick uh yeah. <laughs> everyone got you jen <laughs> your headphones <laughs> are on for that one all right yeah, it's the not power is yours greg <laughs> it's
1: not it's not cannibalism, it's not cannibalism. We'll, we'll we'll let that slide in this instance
2: i guess I, even after asking i'd probably go with the cake okay. the the dick flavored cake yeah because remember when it went around tiktok for a yeah. while where people were like avocado tastes like uh clean dick or something you see this TikTok see? trend a while back? Uh, no. Go God, look it up. I can't say go that to the, I have go to. The what TikTok is going on in your archives. algorithm, Greg? <laughs> My algorithm's got all sorts of good stuff on it. That's all I'm saying when this
0: now this is a very specific question when Undertaker was bursting through that wall Love it what was the wall made out of in it, your was was it, it was brick was it brick oh yeah, yeah. yeah of
2: course it was because it's course. how the kind of funny or, oh god Jesus the IGN that version the IGN. of the IGN I podcast room was set up because yeah. it had that brick wall because it was when we just yep. moved into second street <laughs> and we were podcasting down on <laughs> two actually and yeah they had the brick wall there at the back that's oh, it
0: a... Kool-Aid man
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, rest in peace okay chokes in and Clemens through a table <laughs> Would you
1: rather be a reverse centaur or a reverse merman?
2: Okay, so, okay, yeah, so I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather be reverse centaur. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, you know, then I, don't, I don't have to have the gill thing to worry about. Like, do I need to be in the water a lot to be, and I don't want to be in the water that much as a mer person. That'd so you, be kind you, of you dope would, as hell. Yeah. It'd be like this, like, you know, fucking bull walking around. But t- I'm lo- still, I could talk love, still. Love that look for you, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna pick somebody. Here we go. This is what I'm gonna do. Your phone rings. It's the middle of the night, Greg. Yeah. Mm. Middle of the fucking night. It is two thirty, maybe three thirty. You, maybe you just put your 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 baby boy back in, in after a nice nighttime feeding, and you're like, "Fuck, I am tired. I'm going to bed." And boom, phone rings.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. It is the police department. It is the de- detective sausage cakes. Oh my god, sausage. And he's yeah, detective sausage cakes. And Kevin Coelho has been arrested. Sure. What is his crime?
2: Breaking and entering.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> Did he? What? Can I ask what he broke and entered into? Yeah, tuckeria, tuckeria, Yeah, yeah. That's
2: so. What? It's, oh, what? It's I right just there. wanted to make a burrito. <laughs> I mean, you can hear him on the back <laughs> as officer or detective. Sorry, Sausage takes Justin talks to me. And
0: okay, we need the Photoshop now of <laughs> Milk Mommy. <laughs> uh, in jail, bars in front of his head. <laughs> Just the little, the signs. There. Um, all right, Andy. Let's get a couple more, and then we'll get out of here.
1: What is something you have done that should have killed you?
2: Oh, backyard wrestling.
1: Oh yes. <laughs> oh, that—that that
0: was the other thing. That was the other thing that what we had in common. I was oh, like, oh lord. He also did this nonsense. This yeah. is great. Uh, who uh, who didn't honestly? Don't try this at home. Yeah, yeah my Get ass. out of here. They still put it. They put it in front of the
2: new the new game too. Don't try this at home, school, anywhere. I'm like, all right, calm God, who, down.
0: Where else am I gonna play video games? Two K in the streets. Get out of here. Um, gonna, I need the goods.
2: <laughs> um, with a Z.
0: <laughs> with a Z specifically. Uh, what was the dumbest way you've injured yourself?
2: Mm. Uh, it was in college where I, uh, my, my, our upstairs roommate was moving out. He would put all the stuff he didn't want down there. I went down and got his, his suitcase he was throwing away, which is canvas. I put the lamp he didn't want in the suitcase. I brought it back upstairs. It wasn't even funny. We took it back outside and we were drunk. And so I jumped on top of the suitcase and it was a big glass lamp that I thought was going to pop and shatter inside the suitcase. Instead, what had happened is it didn't and it rolled. So I jumped on it and then it rolled out from underneath me and I fell back into the grass and rolled around because I got the wind knocked out of me. But then what had happened is we had forgotten that earlier in the night we had taken all the belongings, put them on our friend's car who would come over to party, and we made a little, we put the carpet there, the coffee table there, and then some beer bottles and garbage on it or whatever. And when he came out, he got mad and he threw all that stuff down and the beer bottle shattered and went into the grass. So I rolled around and rolled back, and I, I thought I had hyperextended my right knee, and I was like, "Oh God!" And I, I looked over at my left knee, and it was just gushing blood because I had rolled over on a broken in half beer bottle, like if you're in a and bar you were fight. Drunk, probably. And it, oh, I was super drunk, and it cut yeah. into my uh, knee. And it, I always said it looked like a perfect baby bite, like it was a, like a baby upper and bottom, bottom teeth, but it bit me. Uh. And I walked into the house drunk. Uh, we were all having a party, so everybody was drunk. And the only person sober there was my buddy Kyle's girlfriend. She looked at me and screamed, Miller, oh my God. And I was like, is it that bad? She's like, yes, you have to go to the hospital right now. And my buddy Kyle, who was playing Mario Kart on GameCube, didn't even look over. He just goes, Miller, soldiers fight in wars. And I went... You're right, Kyle, they do. And I went to my room and I got a t-shirt and I tied a tourniquet around the wound and I walked around our East Campus neighborhood drinking the rest of the night. And I woke up in the morning because we were going to do a parade through the streets of Mizzou as the antlers. And I woke up and I threw up in the bed and it was just caked in blood. It was just blood everywhere. It was a a crime scene. And I took it off and I couldn't extend the leg and I was like, ah, I'm in trouble here. And so we went to the hospital, but rather, since I'm a kid at all of 19 probably 19 at this yeah 19 maybe 20 but we'll say 19 uh we got outside the hospital and i didn't want to go in because i didn't want to worry about insurance or payments or that so we started trying it's you know it, it, a, it's a university hospital so there's a bunch of kids there who are like med students or whatever they're walking in and out all the time we sh- trying to stop them to ask them to look at my leg just random ass people in scrubs like and they were like no we will not do this and finally i went to the student center hours later And uh, I got there and they they filled the forums and I waited out in the room for like, you know, the 15 minutes or whatever. Then they brought me in to like question me what was really going on. She's like, okay, cool. Can I see it? And I opened it up and she's went, oh, oh God. Oh, okay. You're going in next. You're going in next. And I (laughs) got in there and the doctor's like, you should have been here last night. There's nothing we can do for it. I'll give you a saline wash right now and you'll bandage it up and you're going to have a scar the rest of your life. But you should have gotten stitches last night. And that's how I still to this day have a scar on my knee that kind of looks like a baby (laughs) bite. It went down over time. Wow. (laughs) but <laughs> so it's just all right. a
1: flesh
0: wound
1: alright really yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so here's the final question of the show it is the most important question you're going to ever be asked in your entire life you're going to um, ask him
1: this question yeah oh god oh boy of course I am I want okay. the real show okay. um,
0: every single guest has answered this question or at least attempted to some failed um, most succeeded <clears throat> but it's, it's really the most difficult question you're ever going to be asked and you're going to probably have to think about it for at least a couple of milliseconds okay um, but again, this is a simple question. Okay. It's the most difficult question, but it's simple in the, in the, in, in the sense that it's a binary answer. It is this or that it is yes or no. It is a or B as it were. Um, literally a dog can answer it. Um, maybe not a baby, some babies, maybe yours.
2: Okay.
0: And that question is Andy or Steve.
2: ha. <laughs> Well, I think Steve's done more of the legwork here on this show. Like, he's been talking and hosting. You know what I mean? Like, Andy's right. a great second banana. Don't get me wrong. But,
0: like, Andy knew his role here. Steve's been driving the, the show. show he's
2: got a championship belt back there. He's got a bunch of Batman Funko Pops. He's got the shirtless Spider Man. I look at Andy. What's I he w- got? Some some doors, got some closet meeple. doors, it looks like. That's, May- that's a, maybe. That's a I was going to say. Are oh, there Sega Saturn games on the bookshelf? I can't really make it out.
1: <laughs> if you didn't pick Steven, instant suicide watch so I'm glad oh, I been, <laughs> I'm really he can't come he's not gonna be able to come back from this one <laughs> I, I
2: would've
0: yeah the, my therapist would've needed a phone Price 412
2: does point out that with those doors back there you might have some goods in there so maybe I made the True. wrong choice Andy. oh he's got goods
0: with a Z for yeah, sure for sure, definitely well ladies and gentlemen that's gonna bring us to the end of the show if you wanna follow us, us on social media I am at batchild27 Andy is at pantsguy we are at dual underscore screens on twitter we're at dual screens over on the tiktok which we made one video exactly so far listen this is hard it's we nailed hard it we
2: nailed on the first we, one we don't we need any more we
0: retired we, we hold up the award and that's it facebook.com slash groups slash ds podcast and again if you want to support us on patreon it's patreon.com slash n ds podcast um and again you can get into our discord and all that fun stuff with that for as little as one dollar um you can follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash dual screen streams, and that's dual D-U-E-L, in case you were wondering. Uh it is it is dual like fighting, not not dual like multiple. It's a it's called a pun. It's like a you know what I mean? Puns work like real well board. in
2: the audio podcast realm. <laughs> 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 That's right. Really- <laughs> they, sure they sure do.
0: They sure do. And again, our YouTube channel is youtube.com dual screens TV. Where could everybody find you, Greg? As if they don't already know.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, you can find me at funny games, where we talk about the nerdy news you need to know about each and every day in the video game industry. Whether it's Kinda funny games daily, P.S. I love you, XOXO, the X cast, or the games cast, there's something for you to watch.
0: Indeed. And, uh, you know, notification bell and all that fun stuff.
2: Yeah, of course, like, subscribe, share.
0: Thank you, Andy. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, viewers. Thank you, Miss Envy, who's going to get your very special wink right now. Uh And as always, please be excellent to each other.